everybody. Welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, April 21st, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back here to Cruise Control, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And joining me back here in Cruise Control is Miss Rachel Blakely. Rachel, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm good. Just uh, living, living the dream, I guess. Being on oh. Cruise Control for the second time this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been good? It's been a good, been a good time? It's been a good time. Uh, just keeping busy with work and uh, having a good time. Tonight I have a Jameson ginger ale in my Fast and the Furious. Yes. Cup. <laughs> Celebrating the Fast and the Furious we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> I got myself a little Guinness. But also joining us back here for the second time here on Cruise Control is Mr. Kiyoki Keikawa. Kiyoki, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing better. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being back here. You're drinking a little bit of uh, Dos Equis, huh? I got a little Dos Equis, yeah. The Friday, the Friday hit nice today, so we're, we're getting refreshed. It's Friday. Everybody's got to have a drink. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> it's the end of the week. You know, some of us might not be here this weekend, but everybody still knows it's Friday and it's a special day in everybody's heart, regardless. So, it's Friday, Friday, <laughs> it's Friday. Got to get down Friday. on Friday. All oh, that that song. That's an impression. <laughs> oh, impression. <laughs> I know. That's, I. Someone was singing that at work the other day, and I was like, "Oh my!" Oh, to bring it back, you know, it's bringing it back to like circa what was that, like 2015, something like that. But anyways, everybody, as always, you know, it's Friday, so. Now now it's time for some breaking news. All right, everybody. The very first thing I want to dive into today is Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay, so the very first trailer came out for Godzilla vs. Kong. And of course, it's the sequel to Godzilla vs. Kong 1. And they finally announced what this is called. It's called The New Empire. And if you've seen this teaser, it really doesn't really show much at all. It shows kong on his throne and it's like pushing in on him there's skeletal ruins everywhere in the hollow earth and it's going to you know be a new battle apparently with kong and with, with godzilla because why not everybody <laughs> of course the first one came right to hbo max and so there was a lot of battles about like how much money they could have made if they would have gone to theaters but it was a different time in the world and it just was you know people weren't going to theaters as much and in hbo max had that whole thing released right to uh, streaming and but this one's going to go to theaters March 14th, 2024, director Adam Wingard's coming on board here. And I hope it's good. I really do. I hope it's good. I don't know if I have much faith in it. I just want to do a quick one or two. Thumbs up or <laughs> thumbs down on this, you two. Are you excited about this or not? I'm, gonna, I'm still going to give a thumbs up myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like Kong movies. I'm not as big on Godzilla. Lexi loves Godzilla, though, so I'll give it an honorary thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it could be fun. Uh, the first one really just smash them like rock'em, sock'em, robot type stuff, you know, like right. destroying the city and Mecha Godzilla comes in, you know, it's it's fun cool. stuff. I and it did well. To turn it into an enemies to lovers situation. Enemies to lovers. Godzilla embrace. Yeah, they're oh, embracing and like, rubbing each other. Somebody somewhere <laughs> has written that. I, 
if there's Sonic porn out there, I'm guessing there's also going to be some Godzilla and some Kong porn out there's there, okay? Oh Rachel, I believe in you. I know. We, you weren't here on the show the other day, and Rachel was telling me all about this. So, And apparently no, it's a big I'm thing, Kiyoki. I'm not Kiyoki. an expert. I'm just on the internet sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Those intros are crazy. Thing. I oh know. Oh, my gosh. Leave Sonic alone. Leave Sonic <laughs> yeah, alone. Right. Just like I say, leave Twister alone. But you know they're not going to leave Twister alone because oh. there's a sequel coming to Twister, which we've talked about in the program before. But now they have some new casting updates. Anthony Ramos is coming in here from Hamilton, from In the Heights. You've seen him. He's in the new Transformers mm-hmm. movie coming out. So he's popping up everywhere. Of course, Daisy Edgar Jones, who talked about is on here. Also, Glenn Powell was recently announced from Top Gun Maverick, so he's going to be in this. And they have a little bit more news about this. Lee Isaac Chung is directing it. He did some episodes of The Mandalorian Season 3. It's, uh, they're saying it's a new chapter in the Twister universe. It's not a like, direct continuation, but it's a new chapter, if you will. I mean, it's still the same thing we were talking about before. It's apparently about you know their daughter. And their daughter's played by Edgar Jones, and she's a former stone, storm chaser who works at a desk job and now is drawn back out in the field. And I bet she has Daisy to put up in the twister too, the same thing. But this is coming out July 9th, or July 19th, 2024, so it's not that far away. And the first one made like almost $500 million, so it was a big hit. Oh, wow. So it makes sense it that huge. you do this, but it just seems like it's a little delayed to me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we should have done this a long time ago. Like 20. Five years mm-hmm. or so. Just, <laughs> maybe, maybe just a little delay. You know, I, I mean, I just so wish that late. they could have done it because they wanted to do a sequel. Like Helen Hunt wanted to do it. Bill Paxton wanted to do it. But now, unfortunately, R. rest R. in peace, R. Bill Paxton. R.I.P. R. Bill Paxton. We love you, man. We lo- we'll always love you. And, and you know, it, it sucks that he's been gone for so long. Mm. Wonderful man. Yeah, and Helen Hunt was trying to do it. We talked about this before. She was trying to make a different movie, too. She wanted to direct it. But mm. this is what we're going to get now. So if you're excited about Twisters, what, what a creative name, Twisters. There's going to be two now. They're Dorothy, right? They send Dorothy, Dorothy. off the name, spin her around. <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's happening. So Twisters is happening. That's coming out in 2024. Can it, can I know. it I don't. Can we, can can it we make it unhappen? That would be great. I don't think so, Kiyoki. Yeah, I don't think so. Good. I, uh, I don't think please. there's any canceling this at all because I think they're just going to try to bank on it because we just reach again, into the past. Right. They'll get me back interested if it's an enemies to lovers. Maybe she falls right. in love with the tornado. Two Maybe or two does. twisters. They make a tsunami slash earthquake fire, a fire NATO. I don't know. If there's a Sharknado in there, I'm on board. Shark- you throw a Sharknado in a there. Sharknado movie? That I've sounds like a sci-fi channel movie right there. It or does. Or something directed by wonderful. Tommy Wiseau. You know, somewhere in that world. <laughs> I mean, why not, you know? Exactly, why not? Why not? Twisters is coming out, everybody. And as Twisters. Twisters is coming out, something else that's coming out soon, because I love them, I want to talk about them, is the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters have a new album coming out. I love me some Foo. So they haven't had a new album. This is their very first one since the death of their drummer, Taylor Hawkins, who died on March 25th, 2022, unfortunately. I mean, he's been gone for a little bit of time now. It's just mm-hmm. wild how fast time goes by. But they were doing a festival in Colombia when he passed away. And the new album is called But Here We Are. It will drop on June 2nd by Roswell Records. And uh, it's, you know, the first single came out called Rescue. I hear listen to it. It's pretty good. This is the band's 11th album. And they're saying it's brutally honest and emotionally raw response to everything the Foo Fighters have endured over the last year. And, of course, like, 
I mean, they always rock to me. You know, I don't know if, oh, yeah. I don't know if you both are a fan. Like, Rachel, are you a fan of Foo Fighters at all? But I, I, I love them. I, I have no hard feelings towards the Foo Fighters. Um, I think they're a little <laughs> bit past their time. Um, you can't stop. <laughs> but you know what? Dave Grohl is a fucking beast. So beast. as long as, yeah, as, long as Grohl wants to keep trucking, he's going to put out something exactly interesting at very least. Dave yeah. Grohl is awesome. I'm on board with him. Whatever he does, I'm on board. He's hilarious. He's on it. He's a musical genius. He's incredibly so, talented. Right? Exactly. And he just knows. He knows that. He knows about people. He's just he's on it. So I'm in I'm on board with him. Yeah, I, I think it's great. And I'm happy they're doing this. It seems like they're gonna honor Taylor Hawkins a lot in this too, which is a great awesome. they already put some heart and some soul into this apparently. The first single's fantastic. It's out there on Spotify, Apple Podcast stuff, Apple, whatever. Anywhere you can go, you can find it pretty much. Any kind of your streaming Amazon music places, you can find it. <laughs> or maybe go buy a record. I don't know. Maybe someone will do that. Buy it on vinyl. It's probably out there somewhere. Yeah. I'm I mean it seems a little hard when it's just you can pull up on your phone. But you know what? It's it's still a great media, I so it's still happening. Oh, look at that. See? I love vinyl. Vinyl's great. Check that off. If you're going to buy some, buy vinyl. Don't buy a CD or or cassette tape anymore, you know, if they even make them. Um, Vinyl at least has that heart and soul kind of in it. It's got a different raw sound that you can't get anywhere else. So I'm all about that. Great collection, too. Speaking of a big collection of Spider-Man movies, all the Spider-Man movies are coming to Disney+, Plus. everybody. Quick little announcement here. So they've not been there. Yeah, it's funny that Spider-Man hasn't been there. But Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 and the amazing Spider-Man 1 are coming to Disney Plus today. So if you have your Disney Plus, you can actually stream them right now. They start today. Venom wow. is going to be coming May 12th. It'll be the first time Venom's been there too. And also Spider-Man Homecoming is coming May 12th. And there's no word on the amazing Spider-Man 2 or the other, uh, and, or the other Spider-Man movies that are out there. I mean, Venom 2 is going to be like they're saying probably be until like, 2026 or something until that comes yeah, out. They can leave that off there. That's fine. The, the rights are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that enemies to lovers? <laughs> I, I know. No, no, that was your enemies to lovers. I mean, you see how that turned out. Oh, my God. Well, well, the thing is, Kiyoki, because you want to talk about Venom, let's talk about Venom. So I want to talk about Juno Temple joining Venom 3. That's right. Juno that. Temple is joining. Yeah. Yeah. From, of course, these days, Ted Lasso, you know her from, but she's been in a lot of things. But she's been a co star in this Sony and Marvel Venom 3. And, of course, she's joining Tom Hardy. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, they haven't said what her role's going to be yet. I'm guessing right. it'll be something significant because she is such a big name. And they're really not saying much about this movie as it is. There have been rumors that Andrew Garfield might pop in, that he might actually meet his Spider Man in this universe. It might not be Andrew, but there's. Please. I love if it was Andrew, right? It'd be right. great. I'm surprised they're even making a Venom three with how badly two did. Oh, two well, is I'm, just a trash bucket. Well, combined, combined they made like a hundred, well, one point three six billion dollars combined right. both movies. So they still right. made money on Venom two. Andy Circus directed that too, and yeah. Andy Circus didn't come back for this one. The actual writer's got to do this. The writer's going to direct it. She's also writing it, and she's got the story along with Tom Hardy. They wrote it together. Uh, her name is uh, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. She, they, they wrote this together, and it's like now okay. they're going to bring this together. So, I mean, it might be good because you have the, the OG writer from all three movies doing it. Maybe she'll have a good vision to direct. I really don't know how much we'll she's see. directed in the past. Uh, I, I hope, hope it'll be better. Okay. I want the second one to be good. Like, I love Woody Harrelson, you know? Love Woody. Love Woody. Yeah, and, and I mean, I still – I still love friend these the movies. They're still fun. <laughs> friend of the show. Woody, are you friend of the show? Do you, love them? Do you really love them? Because, all right, look, I watched the first one. 
you love Tom Hardy. They made it fun. They made it kooky. If it had not been Venom, I would have loved this movie a lot more. But the fact that they threw Venom on there and said, oh, this is a symbiote, blah, 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 blah. It's acting kind of like Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. And you don't <laughs> interact with Spider-Man at all. It kind of makes me hate it a lot. But the first movie was fun. I saw it. I enjoyed it. Great acting, fun, exciting. But also, it could have been better if it were called Venom. If it were just called Alien, Symbiote, or Life 2. And then you're just like, okay. Life 2. <laughs> right. It could have been know? Life 2. Because the way that Life ends, it really sets it up for this. 100% right? could have been the prequel. This could have been Life. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean... We all want the Spider-Man Venom thing. The whole thing with, you know, with Spider-Man where they had, you know, they had Venom in there for a second, for a second yeah. at a bar in the last movie, and then they didn't ever, right. like, interact with anybody, and they sent him back to the Sony-verse. Like, come on. Come exactly. on, Marvel. Give us something. He left that's a little bloop there, so that leaves it open for... Yeah. That's what, that's what someone yeah, else said. And I'm like, oh. And then, but I'm like, they've already ruined the timeline and universe. I'm like, Ew, get this crap out of here. It's ridiculous. It's the multiverse. They can do whatever they want now. Yeah. They can, but they can't repair the damage that they've done to my poor, innocent Spider-Man loving soul. They've <laughs> I need them to repair it. You didn't like it. the new Spider-Man movies? The Tom Holland? Oh, oh no. Those were wonderful. They okay. were excellent. That's how you, that's how you bring back villains and you right. bring them in full circle with Spider Man. You like, oh, I reconstituted this universe, and then they just said, oh, you know, we're gonna use a little Tom Hardy there, and then just take him out. Like, why? Why would you? This isn't <laughs> canon anymore. What is? I don't care if the age appeared on there, and people have seen my Facebook posts. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. But all the other <laughs> ones from Far uh, No Way Home that works. That totally works. That's awesome. That's how you write it in make a, yeah. a fluid storyline and then actually build on those characters, feel those same emotions and then collect it. And now you can repackage it for the next 10 years. I'll watch them because you guys did the story justice. You did everybody that worked on it. Alfred Molina did justice. Will he was so, awesome. Everyone. So awesome. So perfect. <laughs> they killed it. And then they actually brought back Alfred Molina and let him redeem himself too. And you're like, Oh, you let the original guy come back. And I'm like, that was really, really smart. Just great yeah. writing. And that's why it almost yeah. made $2 billion. Because you're like, this is great. And then you take away Aunt May. Oh, my God. You took away Mercy Tony. Spider-Man and Ant-Man are the two strongest things that Marvel have going for them at this juncture. That's true. For sure. That's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. They have it. And I the hope that men. they do. I hope <laughs> yeah. they do. The, the, the men, the bug men. I hope the that they do men. well with 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 this new Venom. I hope they do. If they have a Spider-Man Venom thing, finally, I think it will do really well. I just don't know if they have the ability to do that with Sony and Marvel if they'll make it crossover because they're all worried about how they're doing this with Spider-Man now. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm just I'm nervous about it. Trying to do a purchase, like they're trying to do a big purchase with Apple to buy Sony, which I'm like, please do that so that we can just get them out of the equation because they do so well at writing terrible movies and then trying to put it around <laughs> good stuff. I want them to stop. Just go go ahead do your do your uh, you know. Uh, Ben and Black, not Ben and Black. You can go do your other movies that don't include uh, Marvel. I'd be great with that. Yeah. I don't need another Morbius. I just need Spider-Man. I need Spider-Man. We do not. Nobody needs. Nobody needs Morbin time. Oh, Nobody needs that. Morbin you know what? Time. Rachel, drink to that Morbin time. You know what? It's. It is what it is. They they've been trying to do their own thing. Of course, they need more help with Marvel to make their movies good. And I hope that you know if they do it right, they either bring Andrew in for this, or you know I, I really was excited because I like Tom Hardy as Venom. I was hoping that he would be, you right. know, in this in the Marvel universe. But 
Unfortunately, it's not there. So it is what it is. Maybe maybe after Secret Wars or yeah, Secret Secret Invasion's coming out, so maybe they can throw in like a little Secret Wars action in the next couple of movies before Kang. They need to reboot Venom in there, and I would just I will I'll get on board. I'll get on board. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The, the creator of Mythic Mythic's Quest is not on board with F. Murray Abraham because apparently he has been fired from season three of this show. Now, the Mythic Quest show, he, you know, he's done two seasons and apparently they fired him because this came on Rolling Stone was because there were two allegations of misconduct against him. And he was giving a warning for the first one and then he did it again. And then at that point, the creator's like, hey, we got to let you go. We're not bringing you back. Lionsgate, who produces this, actually said we take allegations of misconduct seriously and investigate them thoroughly as a matter of corporate policy. We do not comment on personal actions. Now, he played the character of C.W. Longbottom in this. And in the show, they just kind of wrote him off saying that, you know, he was terminally ill and he decided to go out in a blaze of glory. And he had an apology. He put it out there. He said that he is sincere, sincerely apologetic for this. It wasn't his intention to offend anybody. He was telling jokes, nothing else. And that upset some of his colleagues. You know As a result, he, he lost his job. What did he say? No, because I don't know. They didn't say what he said. I was like, do we know what he said? I tried to they find out, but no, I was, just, I was like looking too. Comment, yeah, and it was just, uh, you know, I said some stuff, and they told me not I told to. Some I told some jokes, job, and yeah, he told some jokes. Right. I lost my job, so and I, I lost a very like, great job. So he did it. Could it. be anything from like a joke, joke, or it could have been super racist and fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without knowing Absolutely. what it was, like right. you always hear that excuse from old, especially older. Exactly. Exactly. I come from a different age. A different age. You're in Sarkis and Amadeus. I know for a fact that you said some racist things. I just know it. And you're in last yeah. action last action hero. I'm like, okay. You've seen some crazy stuff on set and have probably done some crazy stuff. So please try to align it. with your cast members and crew to try to keep that job, you know. And I think he was just working on um, um, Lotus. So he, yeah, he worked on White Lotus this past season. So oh, he was great on White Lotus too. But he kind of played a little smarmy kind of like uh, kind of character too. Like you cry, yeah. I was like, you know, but that's. I guess you're at that age. You know, you you play what you can play. You know, and and he plays it so well. Think of him as Dardell from from Homeland too. He played that part so well. I hated him. I hated him. <laughs> and, you know, and this is a great thing for him. Apparently, he had a lot of fun doing this show. But, you know, you got to be careful what you say on set. It's a professional sure. environment. And if anything, it we know that it, it's changed a lot since we first like we started working on set, Kiyoki. Like, you know, when we first started, people oh, yeah. would crack very inappropriate jokes all the time. Oh, we were just talking within oh, the last okay. 10 years. But after the Harvey Weinstein thing, like, you know, people started cracking down, actually, and, like, taking care of things and making people feel comfortable on set. It changed, you know? And he should know that. He should know that well enough. You're on on the upper part. You're on, like, the top ten on the the call sheet. You should be doing better than this, you know? A lot of those changes are for the better. Because, like, it isn't okay to be making rape jokes or or racist. It's it's true. It's It's not funny towards the target. Exactly. Like, you can. There are some sexually charged jokes that are super funny. You can make a dick joke and it be super funny. But right, like, if you're exactly. talking about sexually assaulting somebody, that's different. That's not okay. It, that's right. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a that's fine line right there. Yeah. Exactly. But then he. But you have no idea what's going to offend somebody like that too. Like you know, if something's inappropriate, it's inappropriate at the end of the day. You know. And even if that's maybe true. that you think this person's found that you don't know, it's like you just just maybe you're at work. 
you know, be a little held back from that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, you're in a professional environment, you know, you're even when you're like at a work function, be careful too. Cause you just don't know. It's just, you just don't, and sure. there's not really a spot for it anymore. There is, isn't. So, you it's know, not. maybe you learned a lesson doing this. I don't know if you did or not. Hopefully. And it's, it sucks because if you like the show, maybe you loved his character, but unfortunately right. people have to feel safe. You work long hours on set and you have mm-hmm. to feel comfortable like being able to handle it and not exactly. feel like it's a bad environment because it's hard right. enough. As, as we know, it's hard enough to be on set for 14 hours a lot of times and away from yeah. your family. Like, what am I doing this for? And then you're being harassed on top of it or, you know, feel, feel uncomfortable. That's not good. Exactly. It's just not good. It's always good to take care of the set first and be safe. And that leads me to my next conversation. I want to talk about Russ when we talk about safety because oh, now some, you know, Black some more stuff it. came out. Alec Baldwin, yeah, yeah. But apparently they're dropping – they're dropping the uh, they're dropping the case against Alec Baldwin now. The manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter, is being dropped. So there's they, yeah, well that's the thing that that's it's a whole thing, thing Yoki, but they're dropping it and they're saying mm. it's reason why is because they don't have enough time to actually investigate before the actual trial coming up and they're oh. still investigating. So the prosecutors mm. are still investigating. They said the case is still open. There's still mm-hmm. an ongoing investigation into what's happening and he could still be charged again later on. But they are dropping this. And most of the time when this happens though, it'll be a lesser case, a lesser like cause it'll be it won't be as like big won't be manslaughter again of course you won't right. be serving this kind of time but the reason why they said they had to drop it too on top of that is because alec baldwin's lawyers came out and they put some evidence out there that apparently made it kind of iffy if he pulled the trigger they said that the 45 the colt 45 had been modified prior to exactly. shooting making it oh. more difficult for the da to approve that the baldwin actually fired the gun and because of mm. that all their stuff got thrown out and then they had to drop the case and of course, Alec Baldwin's team was like, yes, thank you. This is, you know, we're so excited about this. And they're, you know, we encourage you to keep, keep investigating and find out, like, take care of the people that did wrong, actually, you know, and right. we're happy this is cleared up. And they went back Absolutely. to work. So Baldwin's currently in Montana right now, back on set for Rust, resuming wow. after a 17-month pause. So it's, wow. it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. And I think, you know, the whole thing is, it's like, I, I still kind of go, you know, he didn't. He didn't pull a trigger. Something happened with the gun. Yeah. You know? But that gun should never been on set. There's a it lot of things that goes back to the armor again. We've talked about this. It goes armor. back. I mean, I feel like Rachel, you've been here before. We talked about this. Right. It goes. It goes. It goes back to the armor a lot of times. Who shouldn't have been in that spot? I can exactly. see this being dropped. If they're still not giving up on it, everyone was saying yesterday, like, oh, it's done. It's done. It's done. Well, something could still come of it to him. But yeah. you know, the likelihood is is less and less now. They're still they're still going to keep doing their due diligence though. And they're still going to keep looking into everything. It's just they weren't able to prove something before they actually went on trial. So they're like, well, we got nothing. So you got to drop right. the case. Right. You know, we got nothing. No, I, know, I know like Alec Baldwin's probably loving this. It's great for his career. It's great for the production to go back into shooting. Hopefully right. they honor that I mean, DP. I, I wouldn't say he's loving the situation. Right. He wants it's to like, be done with this. Oh, yeah, you're right about <laughs> He still has to live with, you know, somebody yeah. died on his set. Yeah. And that's, that's hard to live That's going to follow him the rest so, of his like, career. It will. Personally, I think I am. I am not a huge fan of the structuring of our judicial system as it is right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think putting him in jail for 10, 15 years, whatever he would be sentenced to, is helpful. Right. Um, I think everybody on set should probably have to do a lot of intensive training, maybe some community service, something yeah. to give back rather than you know just throwing him in jail. That's not going to help the family. That's not going to bring this person back. That's not going to teach them really a lesson. Um, Especially if Alec Baldwin is the only one who takes a fall. 
Right. Because everyone who was involved in every step of the process needs to go through some more intensive training to make sure I it agree. doesn't happen to somebody else. I think another thing that could help is if they maybe pass some more um, requirements for when you have weapons on set. Oh, yeah. Make yeah. sure this doesn't happen to somebody else in the future. And that's really all you can do at this point. Right. Yeah, and not be cutting corners because they were cutting corners in this production. That's the biggest thing too. The fact oh, that yeah. the original armorer quit and then they just like opt up the assistant armor who's ever done before uh, is not union. You know what I mean? Has not been trained the same way. Well, she was trained under, I think it was her father actually, but it's not like mm -hmm. she didn't have a certification the way she should have been doing this job as it was. Right. It's a huge right. problem. Like I said before, I worked on Westworld. How it normally works too, it's like that armor is like no one's getting that gun until they exactly. cleared it, showed it, showed it, showed yep. the actor, had people hold yep. it. Anybody come around, I'll show you the gun too, empty the chamber again. And then even rehearsals like this, you would, I mean, I've heard people give the argument, oh, well, an actor likes to feel the gun because it's heavy. They want to rehearse with the sure. actual gun. Like that, but that barely happens. Like they give them exactly. a rubber gun. They're like, this is what it is. We're That's not giving it. you a live right. gun yep. for rehearsal. And he Absolutely. had, and he had a live gun. I mean, it's, it's yep. there's a lot of right. there's a lot of problems that happen here, like, but I mean, it's not, it's not all hard him. to make. It's not hard to make a fake gun that has the same weight. It's not hard to make things it's that not. have the same it's weight. It's absolutely not. Can, no, right. so it, it's you can make a wooden one with the metal handle. Right. You would think after uh, Brendan Lee, this wouldn't happen again. Exactly. You would think. Yeah, but and they, that was the a, thing such is, a high-profile situation, and right. here we are, thirty years later, and it's happening again. And then Brandon Lee's yeah. was just the the cap. It was the the blank that hit him and you know popped the right. blood vessel. His was with those actual rounds. Like the fact that those were even there is a violation right there. On top of that, huge. The armor's supposed to watch that stuff. And like you said, if they got canceled, I was wondering how that happened. And I've been reading yeah. about it. And I'm just like, it's not his fault. The actor is not there to check the guns. The yeah. armor is supposed to handle all of that. Yeah. Before the actor should be able to trust every person along the line has done their yeah. Job. Yeah. Right, just like they're trusting the, the director, just like they're trusting, right. you know, any It's a team effort. Producers. Yep, There's no way. And the first AD handed him the gun. Right. The first AD handed him the gun, which is, that's a that's huge it. violation right there. The first AD exactly. should never be handing off the gun. He, sh he never. shouldn't be touching it. Exactly. He should be like, armor, no. take this, blah, blah, blah. You're handling it the yeah. whole time. Because we, like we said, we've been on set. I've handled regular fake fake guns that looks real. And then the armor is there. He's like, nope, you got to make sure to hold this. I'm holding it until he gets over here. I'll set nobody else is touching that gun except you because you're the only person that should be touching it at this time that's literally yeah. how it how it's gone and i'm like i wasn't even on westworld that was like on a a, a different series that was just like out in the desert but it was just like mm -hmm. hey nobody's touching that gun unless you're the specified person for it yeah and all these shows like the csis and all that that handle guns all the time yeah they always have someone on board that's just yep. handling that. that's their job you know exactly. that is their job and they're making sure things like this don't happen because of issues that have happened in the past. Like exactly. you have to be safe. That's like a big thing, safety. And that's that's why safety we start first. days with safety meetings. You know, exactly. we uh, they have a huge safety meeting. Like this is what guns we're working this day. This is the scenes we're working yeah. with guns. You know, these are the stunts we're doing this day. I mean, if you've ever worked on a set, you've seen that. If you haven't, that's normally how it goes. And yeah. sometimes on productions like this, you're out of California, you're like in the mm -hmm. middle of nowhere, you know, and maybe you cut some corners. And when you cut corners, Bad things can happen. They're there for right. a reason, especially for a safety issue like this. And it's exactly. not like it's never going to be Alec Baldwin. It's like there's a lot of people that cause this to happen. So right. a lot of negligence that happened on this set. And hopefully now they're back, they're actually going to follow some more protocols and be safer with everything because that's what has to happen. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it didn't happen before and we lost someone. And it's going to be something that we're always going to be thinking about. Always. Right. And he's going to think about it too, Rachel, like you said. He's always going to have that in the back of his mind the rest of his life. 
And so, you know what? And He's got a little bit. everyone in that chain of command does too. So that yeah. they do their job better. And that this doesn't, like, it, there's no excuse for this to have ever have happened. And it, it should never happen again. Yeah, it should Gosh. never have happened. It, it shouldn't have happened. But you know what? Unfortunately, it did. Alec Baldwin's got let off from these charges now. He's going to be back to work, like I said, right now, going back to work, back in the field doing his thing. And hopefully the movie come, turns out well and it honors her after all this. And it doesn't happen again. That's and the hope. We, yeah, and we kind of knew – I kind of knew that. I'm sure, Brian, you knew that that's what ultimately was going to happen. I mean, production yeah, charges I, you could probably get, but literally the chain of command, just like you said, armors, handling gun, someone else underneath them would be not connected directly to the artist because they don't go get the gun. It's brought to them. So that yeah. right there is the chain of command. Right well, there. I think Alec Baldwin does bear some of the responsibility being the producer. Absolutely right. call right. it he didn't call filming until they replaced the armor. Correct. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. agree with that. Like some charges. That's, 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 that's where he holds responsibility, not right. in the, the firing. Yeah. He holds I, and I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And that's thing. A lot of these actors take on being a producer too. And they don't think about the ramifications it can have because yeah, you get paid more money. You know, you yeah. get some back end points. A lot of times you don't do a lot when you're a producer like like this. Like he was more than just a producer name on this, as I've been told. Right. But most of the time, still you're acting. You're not doing a lot of your producer duties, you know. Exactly. So, but you're still on on the paper. You're responsible. So that's why a lot of this stuff moved forward, like Rachel was saying, because you are you're you're responsible. And then so like if, if something messes up, and then a day it could be your ass, be your ass. So hopefully, again, hopefully this. You know, hopefully this doesn't happen again, but man, we don't know. We really don't know. You know, and, and also this is ha- this is like this could happen again. It really could. Just right. like a new Twilight yeah. series is I, happening oh, again. Well, I had one more question before we segue. <laughs> um, as an actor, do you feel mm-hmm. more uncomfortable working on set with weapons now, or do you feel like this is kind of like people have learned their lesson and we'll move on? Um, I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel like I have been trained enough. I've seen enough of it. I've been around enough of it that I will always be aware of certain protocols that be like you know, followed and be aware. And mm-hmm. if I see something, if I were to see something that I think wasn't safe, I would say something. Especially when I get to that point where you're on set and you're the actor, I would say something. I'd be like, "Hey, right. you know, you know, like, like, let me see yeah. the open the chamber, maybe. Like, let me see the gun. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, right. certain things you can follow. And of course, like." If, if you don't say that, then something can happen. You know what I mean? And that's also the, the fact that, you know, Alec Baldwin, could, that you, could, you could say that about him too. He could have said something too, like been aware of right, it more. Absolutely. But, but if you were the you actor know? on the other end, like say you were, you were the actor who was being fired at, do you feel more uncomfortable now? Well, or I would, I would, I mean, I would still like, I would, I would, I would always check it out before it got pointed at me. That's, that's right. for sure. Yeah. Before, I mean, I'm very when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, no, we got, we yeah. have to go through the protocol. I mean, I like, I've been involved with the SAG board a lot with all this stuff too. So like, I'm very much about these rules and I believe they, they exist for a reason. And so right. like, I, I don't feel, I, I, I would be more upset if the guns go away actually, because they do bring realism and even the blanks mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that you can't get with CG. So I'd be more upset right. if they went away because people weren't following the rules and I would fight to keep them to keep that realism on set, mm-hmm. but keep it safe. You know what I mean? So I'm always about doing something right. And I, I just would I would fight for it because I just I just feel like it is good. And you, you see the production quality in Westworld alone. You know how how well that looks. Can you imagine those blanks and you see them live too. It it looks so great. But you right. just have to do it right. I mean, right? Kyoki knows right he's been around that stuff too. I have. I have. Yeah. Safety first is number one. But like you said, if you're being fired upon, 
you can you can say, uh, hey, excuse me, I'm like, can we stop that? Make sure to check that. that that's yeah. it. You can say that and then just go right back in the character if you feel like you need to. But like Brian okay. said, it's safe. I hope you guys and every other actor always feel comfortable enough to advocate for themselves. If your set doesn't you make to. you feel comfortable to advocate for yourself, you probably shouldn't be there. No, yeah. absolutely. I've worked on non-union sets on commercials where there's explosions going on. And I'm like, why do I have PTSD? Yeah. Something blew up next to me. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> I didn't say, oh, we're going to go through this and this is happening. So after that, you're like, no, make sure, nope. like Brad said, follow the protocol, yeah. be safe. And that's number yeah. one. Yeah. And do, do it right. Do it right. Do it right. Do it right. And I, and I know the fans of Twilight are saying, do it right when it comes it to right. a Twilight series yeah, coming right. forward. Do it right for the fans. Do it right. Well, the Twilight series was announced yesterday, and it's a TV series by, of course, Lionsgate. And they're saying they're bringing in Stephanie Meyer. They're working with her to make this all work up and line up with the books. Okay. Now they're not. They're not saying exactly what it's going to be about. They don't have a network. They don't. They haven't sold anybody. They're just like we're producing this. We're making it happen. You know, the last movie came out in 2012. 2012. It's been a long time. Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner. It's been a while, right? And you know, and now if you want to, if you want to get your Twilight fix after seeing it, I need to watch some Twilight. You can watch it on the Peacock right now. You can watch it on the cock. It's out there right now. Watch that cock. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not. They're not saying this is a reboot or if it's a continuation or if they're going to bring in another cast. They're just just putting out there. We're making this. It's happening. Of course, this is also piggybacking off of how WB is doing the the Harry Potter stuff too. I just I I said that because they kind of came out that time and they were both like big franchises um but you know what people people loved it and then some people loathed it you know what i mean but even if they loathed it they still watched it they still watch it because they did great i mean honestly this is where this is where rachel and i might be like a little bit <laughs> i didn't i didn't love the movies i still saw everyone in the theater though i still saw really? them all. I started seeing them as a joke so i was like totally <laughs> one of those people who's like i'm too cool to like twilight and oh then like me and my friends started going ironically and then we got really into it by accident. We got like Stockholm syndromed into liking Twilight. Good point. <laughs> no, I saw it with two different so, like, roles. I, like, I appreciate I it as like a comedy. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is like a comedy. A lot of ways. Like it honestly, is. the the first time I saw him, like sh- like the shiver, or whatever it was, or like or she shivered at him, or something like yeah, that he's when he's shimmering. Shimmer. Yeah, I was just like. I was this like, is what, is Bella. Right. What, is, what is happening? What is happening right now? Impression. And then, uh, yeah, impression. Impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild to me. It's wild to me. Someone's saying, leave Sonic alone out here. I'm, I'm not good. To, I keep missing the chat here, everybody. <laughs> Dude, that was like at I the suck top of the at show. the chat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's obviously a baseball team. Miss a lot. GR Empire said. Baseball is very important. A, any any gun a gun vet always GR, checks the weapon right. first. Gr yep. said, you know, yeah. Who shot first, Han or Baldwin? Han or Baldwin? Oh. We got some we got some Han fun chats first. here. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing. Right. Thank you. I am actually have really mixed feelings about it because on one hand the films were like they're very entertaining. Whether, whether they're good or bad, they're entertaining. Um, yeah. Redoing it, you do get the option to include a lot that wasn't included in the films. Um, whenever you do a book-to-film adaptation, you're going to lose something. 
and they lost a lot with twilight so if they redo the book series as a a series that could be interesting i'd be really interested to see some more of the backstories yeah Um, they have more time to fill depending on who's running it because if it's a cw production that could really go off the walls but if it's like an hbo production that could be pretty good it HBO could be. Or like Showtime. Maybe I don't you know what I've kind of lost faith in HBO right now, so let's go Showtime. If it was like a Max. Showtime production, it, it might be all right. <laughs> it, um, I mean, that's the thing, like that's a network. A continuation yeah, of the story, that would be batshit crazy for them to recast because like Kirsten Stewart and Rob Pattinson don't want fucking anything to do with this series. Yeah. They yeah, no way. forget it happened. They stopped letting <laughs> Rob Pattinson do commentary on the DVDs after the first one because he hated it so much. <laughs> and he was only in a contract. He was only in the next movies because he legally had to be. Yeah. I That's why it. I probably I didn't it. sign for a lot of Batman movies either, too, because he was probably worried, you know? <laughs> yeah. being locked like, into oh, again. Traumatized. As Lexi said in the chat, she doesn't know how such talented actors are giving such abysmal performances because they didn't uh, want to be there. Because they hated it. Because <laughs> they didn't want to be there at all. I believe it. He's such a good actor. Kyoki, like, sense. <laughs> Kyoki, were you a fan of this at all? Did you like this? Sh- did you like the series of Twilight at all? Did you watch them? What do you think about uh, this? <laughs> I saw two in the theater, and that's only because I was on dates. So other than that, I saw New Moon on a date, and then the last one on a date. The other ones, I was like, all right, these are DVD all stars right here. We so saw those. I was like, all right. But then I got invested after the third one. I was like, I gotta see how this happens. I saw them all on dates too. I saw every one of them on dates. <laughs> nice. And you know, it's it sad. It was like with different girlfriends and her dates at <laughs> <through> the time. <laughs> I, I, I go on a date. They're like, let's go see Twilight. And I'm like, oh God, I'm seeing the next right. one now. Oh, I'm seeing this one now. <laughs> well, I saw well, I think it was to. just second or third one first i think it was the third one that i saw yeah. first. So i had no fucking clue what was going on at all <laughs> jumped right in and then the last one me and my best friend went to a marathon we saw all of the ones preceding it and then the last one and people lost their minds there is no energy i have not been in a theater that matched the energy of the twilight films ever in my life. And I've seen most of the Marvel films on opening night. I saw Endgame opening night and that did not match the energy of the last Twilight movie. <laughs> it wasn't there, huh? <laughs> no, I did. I watched like, the energy the was morning, there, but so. it was a different energy. Yeah. <laughs> and you apparently made you apparently made Lexi watch all of them, huh? That's what I've, I've been told here in the chat. <laughs> uh, they are honestly some of my favorite movies to watch i won't say that they're quality wise some of my favorite movies the quality is uh iffy at best but they they're entertaining they made a lot of money they did they made so much money teenage girls and middle-aged moms made that a lot of money right i kind of feel like this is going to be a complete reboot i feel like it will be they'll probably just go back fill in the blanks like harry potter's doing the same thing and then you know fill it out some more and have it longer maybe they'll extend books by seasons you know, you get a young teeny bopper cast. I think it'll actually kind of be better. Yeah. With them uh, redoing all of the characters, because Jasper, one of the main vampires, well, not the main main vampire, he's like one of the vampires in the main family, mm-hmm. uh, is a Confederate soldier. And that didn't uh, age well. 
So, yeah, yeah, that's okay. He's supposed to be a good guy, he's supposed uh, to be someone yeah. to root for. <laughs> okay, maybe, so, maybe he has a turn of heart. Maybe that. <laughs> that might not fly. That might maybe not he fly. Might be a Indian soldier, if you need him to be in that time period, like, right, they can do maybe. some they adjustments. Stephanie Meyer did not have to make him a Confederate she soldier, and she that's did. true, she didn't. <laughs> and she's also really kind of been shitty to native tribes up in Washington um, because what? the police are oh. based on a real tribe. Oh, and wow. She's not donating anything to the real tribe. She fetishized the tribe. She, like, oh, no. It's not okay. It's not That's okay, not okay. How she treated the native tribes. Um, yeah. No. So she does need to make some reparations for that. Yeah. She, she needs got to deal with them. Definitely honor them and, well, and do something. Hopefully, this is her opportunity to do that, you know? <laughs> hopefully, because she's going to be yeah. involved. Hopefully yeah, she exactly. has a way to fix it, redo it right this time. Yeah. Maybe it won't be as cheesy, or maybe it right. will be. I mean, it probably will. Bring us the cheese. We want the cheese. We're going to Twilight. We want the it's cheese. It's not going to be good Give without us the more. cheese. Yeah, we need the cheese. We need the cheese. <laughs> Anyways, Twilight's coming. It's a huge hit, or it was a huge hit. This will probably be a big hit, too. Another oh, show man. that's a huge hit, though, is South Park. So South Park, everybody, huge hit. And, of course, I want to talk about some legalities for a second because Warner Brothers – but, I mean, they, they licensed all of South Park. Well, they thought they licensed all of South Park. That they're getting the libraries, the future mm-hmm. stuff. They thought they are getting rights to everything for $500 million. And then mm-hmm. Paramount started releasing their own specials. And they start releasing everything else. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, this, is, this is different. It's a special. It's not, it's not a TV show, but the specials are right. like multiple episodes. Yeah. And so Warner Brothers is like, screw you. You're, you're, you're screwing us. So we're not going to pay mm-hmm. you now. So now Who you guys, they, we bought South Park. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They they, they thought they, had, they they even said they believed that they had exclusive digital rights on this, and they thought they were scammed. They thought they were scammed, mm-hmm. and so they stopped paying. It's about twenty six million a year, fifty two million. Mm-hmm. They're saying a total like something like that that they owe, and so and they they sued Paramount. We, I, this happened like a few months ago. Now Paramount mm-hmm. suing them back for fifty two million dollars and saying we want our rights money. And so they're fighting back and forth wow. about this. I think it's a little shady if you ask me. It's a yeah. little shady. You know, the fact that this is going on like this and like bringing it out being like, oh, these aren't, these aren't, these are different. But it's like we right. paid for exclusive rights, $500 million over exactly. how many years, you know? And it's like, that's just, it just seems weird to me. But the fact that they're suing them now because they're like, well, you got to pay us our money. I think it's a little messed up. I think, honestly, at the end of the day, I think they're suing just because, like, what else are they going to do at this point? Like, we got to sue right. you back somehow because we're not going to we, – we got to find a way to win this case. So I think sure. at the end of the day, I think Warner Brothers will probably win this. I think they will. But I don't know. This came out, countersuing them. Rachel, what do you think about this? Do you think that Paramount has a right to countersue or do you think that Warner Brothers isn't the right here? I think Paramount will lose their countersuit. Warner Brothers absolutely has every right to say, you know, guys, we bought this. Um, (laughs) We paid for this. It's a huge property. Like, it's, it's, God, it'll be 20 years old in like a few years here. It's it's a long standing property that has still continuing a shocking amount of viewers for how old it is. And it has stood up. And the specials were good. Uh, we watched all of them. They're fun. Um, they're fun. They're good specials. But that doesn't mean that Paramount should have done it. <laughs> um, Paramount <laughs> right. does own Comedy Central, so I guess it does get a little iffy there because they own right. they own the company that originally owned them. Exactly. But putting it on yeah. streaming is kind of foggy. Right. 
it's a really but all- gray area, but they they really I think they'll lose the countersuit, honestly. Um, and I think they have every right to be mad. I think WB has every right to be mad about it. Yeah, and the fact like, why, why would you pay when you know you're getting screwed too? It's like I'm not gonna right, give you right. money. You already breached exactly. our car contract. No, you know, like that's what they're Trey saying they breached Parker it multiple times. And Matt Stone are laughing all the way to the bank though. Exactly. Off of all of it. They are. They, got, they like, need it because they're dumping money into Casa Bonita. Exactly. Well, they, like, they bought Casa Bonita. It's there. <laughs> I think did. Paramount paid them like nine hundred million. Nine hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, we cannot wait for Casa Bonita to reopen. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> 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 I got to drink I ran out. Let's drink water. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, fuck WB. <laughs> that's that's a Kenny saying. I, I yes. honestly, it's like, but there's also stuff still coming out on Comedy Central. So you have exactly. Comedy Central stuff coming out. They have stuff coming on Paramount Plus, and then they have their original content Let's only for Comedy WB. Central. Comedy Central is wow. fucking dead. Comedy Central it is, is just dead. South Park at this point. It is. I know this last season was only there. Remember when it came out? I thought I'd watch it on Max. I'm like, I'll watch it on HBO. Mm-hmm. I went to HBO because I thought they had exclusive rights. The new ones aren't, though. They're only on, on Comedy Central. The new season just yeah. came out. It's first on Comedy Central, and then it's going to go over to Warner Is it streaming there now? The one that came out last month? uh, It might might be a couple days delayed. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. But they're still putting it someplace else first? (laughs) But they're putting it someplace else first? That's not right. Right? Right. Kyoki, what do you think? Do you think that WB is going to win this, or do you think that Paramount will, you know, get it over on them? I think Rachel's right. I think Paramount's going to win it because it sounds similar to the case, like, well, it wasn't a case, but the agreement that Fox had with uh, Family Guy. Remember, they were like, oh, yeah, they, the show got canceled. Adult Swim picked it up, did so well. And then Ted Turner had the rights to it because he picked up the show because they had canceled it, did so well. And then Fox was like, all right, we want it back. And then Ted Turner's like, okay, I'll let you guys do Fox again, but only if I get to run the brand new episode, like literally the next night. When first it premieres on Fox, then he runs it on Adult Swim the next on day. Hulu. And I'm like, oh, that's Hulu messed too? up. Yeah. And I'm like, but yeah. that's how he did it. Because he's like, you Dude, want the right Hulu back, was for that. built on Family Guy. Does anyone yeah. else remember when Hulu was pretty much just Family Guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> family for Guy. A hot minute there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was the bread and butter. But I think, yeah, Paramount's going to lose it because, like, Rich said, they're, they're violating that contract. Warner Brothers paid for it. They're trying to skirt around it. And yes, streaming rights are kind of weird and strange because you're not getting those residuals that you're getting for tv anymore so now it's like flat rate pricing lower end money so they're trying to get that money in where they can uh but they are yeah. not going to win that suit yeah i don't think so either i really no. don't i guess i guess beavis and buttheads on comedy central now that's what lex is yes, saying is. out there i'm like what? they're on paramount plus <laughs> yep they're on paramount plus it's funny well, and they, again, they do memes. the same yeah. company owns mtv and yep. comedy central and it's all there's like four media companies that own everything pretty much yeah, yeah. Via, sony cbs viacom is paramount plus they did that and there's nbc oh, comcast and yeah mm-hmm. this is good too another <laughs> Yep, they bought Fox. They called so. it the streaming wars too. I didn't realize that Paramount Plus called yeah. it the streaming wars for their That's episodes. True. It's and like they yeah, basically gave a big old Blame. little finger to Blame. HBO. Like we want, got you. They did. Like, we got they you. Did. Yay! That like what? Funny shit too. I was like, oh my god. Like, oh, oh yeah. Streaming wars. Yeah. Why would it be so this funny? Do this? 
<laughs> it's oh so, good. so, it's so good. So funny. <laughs> I, I like every one that's come out of the new one. So I'm like, I've been like, it's great content for like the actual, the actual consumer. It's great because there's so much South Park yeah. content. I don't know how so Trey much. Parker and Matt Stone are pumping it out so much, but they are. I mean, $900 million, of course, you can pump it out. <laughs> yeah, they need that money. Bring it on. I, I think I agree. I think we all agree upon this. So I think WB's got this. I think they're going to win. I think them not paying is a testament of them knowing they got screwed. And if they did pay, it would be bad for their lawsuit too, because now it's like, why are you still paying them? You know, if you yeah. didn't, you know, by not paying them, it only builds their case more. Be like, they screwed us. So we're not paying them. We want money back actually, because they, they, they literally gave us the middle finger. I, I, yeah. I would laugh. They showed the streaming war thing on there too. Like they're literally making <laughs> fun of us right, right. now. You know, so we it's have like evidence. a parody. It's a parody of what's <laughs> happening in real life. Right, it's a parody. Let's see here. The parody. Just like, see, parody. <laughs> I know, All right? This is just a testament to how much cable TV is fucking dead. It's Nobody's so dead. watching cable TV. It's so dead and sad. It's all about streaming. It's mm-hmm. true. Oh my god. Sad. It's all Do streaming. Do you have cable? Don't have cable anymore. I, no. I'm streaming from my mom's cable, but I don't have it here. <laughs> I use my mom's cable <laughs> once in a while too. Thank you, Marlene. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Marlene. Shout out to Marlene. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Mom of the show. So I again I feel like this is a, a, a close open and closed case here, but you know, Paramount has to put something out there to battle back and try to keep face. But at the end of the day, I feel like Warner Brothers is gonna just destroy them in court i think so yeah, but absolutely. we'll we'll see what happens just like fast and the furious will probably destroy the box office even though it's the 10th one probably probably which is it's just nuts to me but i want to talk about fast and the furious as a franchise for a second because the new trailer just came out for this but also they're talking about fast 11 on top of this already which i'm just like can we stop now? Well, they're saying we can stop. I mean, I still will watch every one of these. I still watch them. I'm waiting for them to put capes and cowls on and fly through the air as superheroes. Hasn't happened yet, but maybe in 11. <laughs> maybe in 11. That's all they got to do. Then they can end the franchise. But 11 is supposed to be the end, everybody. They're saying that 11 said this is actually a, 11 will be a companion piece to 10. So they're going to flow together and be like a part one, part two. And the director who came on, Louis Latier, mm-hmm. he's coming on, taking over for um, – for the original franchise director who left oh. because they had some, they had a lot of conflicts apparently. And apparently like him and Vin Diesel were having issues. And so he left the product and then they brought him in. Now he's signed on for the 11th one. Cause it worked out so well for the ending the 10th, which makes sense. If it's working, why would you do it? Justin Lin just wasn't working out. They were having too many creative problems and they were supposed to do 10 and 11 back to back. And how do you do that when you're having problems? You really can't. But this director too, he did the transporter series and it clashed the Titans. Now you see me. And this is going to be like, it's a big thing for him. I still think those are big movies, but still big. I mean, the, the Fast and Furious franchise has made $6 billion worldwide as a franchise. So, I mean, like, it's nothing to laugh at. It's one of Universal's biggest products. So, good for Vin Diesel. Good for Groot. I am money. It's one of Making Universal's money. biggest products, and yet they made the shittiest ride for it. I they know. So bad. I know. Justice for Fast and Furious. They need a better fucking ride. Fast and Furious Supercharged I, is the shittiest ride I've ever been on. Like, I agree. It's fine as part of the studio tour, I guess. It's still kind of like, what the fuck is this? But to make it its own individual attraction in Orlando, why? <laughs> No right. point. No. Make it cool. Make it like a 
like you're racing in a race car somewhere or something. I mean, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Roller coaster makes more sense. Like there's two cars and you race each right. other through the whole thing. Like one speeds up, one, you know, maybe they, maybe it changes who wins each time. That'd be fun. You know, you have no idea which one's going to win. And you just choose in the, in the right different. I'm just saying. I mean, I got, I've got ideas, everybody. I've got ideas. <laughs> uh, Lexi's saying that they let Vin like micromanage too much, which he does. He does. It's his. Oh, it's his baby. It really is. Come on. I mean, okay. I mean, so didn't do anything else. Like he's making you, so yeah. much money. Out Hand over yeah, fist, yeah. man, oh, for yeah. pretty much turning like these car robbers into Talking about family. Yeah, talking about family, you turn these car robbers into technological wizards, spaceship flying cars, like, good lord, like, after you killed all those Brazilians in Fast Five, I got off. I was like, no, no more deaths. I, I'm, I don't agree with it. They were, you haven't they watched anymore? They were Brazilians, so I was like, no, nope, I'm done. I'm done. You called it, call it, huh? <laughs> call it a day, huh? I called it a day. I think, I haven't seen Fast 9 or 10. I did see, like, Part ten, of ten isn't out yet. Show. Ten, is yeah. just about ten comes out in May. Out well, that's why the thing, and I, I think it'll still won't be out because I'll never see it. But uh, hopefully, we'll see. I don't know. I'll maybe I'll check it out if it. I got the peacock. Maybe they'll show up on there. I don't know. We'll see. It so, might. Yeah. It might show up on the cock. You never know. It might. It probably. It probably will. It probably will. You know. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. So, I mean, okay. I'll, I'm still gonna go see it. Ten. I'm still gonna see. I saw nine when they went okay. into space. I was like, I was like, we're really in space in like a like a Tercel, like a Toyota Tercel or something. I don't know what it was. It was some like it was like, like, like now put Tercel in space. So far, nine was like the one movie. I was like, this is. If anything, this is not, a uh, into space first before you put a Tercel. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was actually a Tercel. I think it was like in a court or something. It was, but it was something like it was, it was something weird. I was like, you put this into space, like you put ludicrous <laughs> in this shit and though. shooting it up. I know. Yeah. That's it. But everybody like, keeps coming back. Like Charlize Theron in this trailer for this new one. Charlize Theron is like is kicking some ass. Like she doesn't care. She's like collecting she's that right. paycheck, you know. Exactly. <laughs> she's out, she's out to work. She's a pro. Pontiac Fiero, they said in him to space. It was a Pontiac Fiero. Oh. Of course it was. It was a Pontiac Fiero <laughs> with a kit. And they're like, we're going to make this look like a Mitsubishi. <laughs> like, like, a Fiero. We all know it. That thing ran high at 12 miles an hour. So get out of here. Send that baby day, on a rocket ship. Everyone it's, knows that the best Fast and the Furious movie is number four, Tokyo Drift. So oh, Tokyo no, Drift that, is That's fun. the best one. Number, that was number three. <laughs> No, the best so one, Rachel, part two. That was fun. Like oh, part two. I, you know, I wasn't. Was I was a big fan of two. I, I like two. Too furious. Too yeah, I think. Too um, I think go. five. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a good song. That was that was good. That was really good. <laughs> Rachel, what do you think about this trailer? This new trailer. Do you think it helps sell it at all? Like Jason Momoa's whole blowing up the Vatican thing, <laughs> or are you are you like, please, guys, like this is not. I am the person to ask. I I will watch every Fast and the Furious movie forever. <laughs> and that's it. I already bought oh, our Lord. tickets for Fast Ten. We're gonna go see it in Dubai. So it's gonna wiggle around and have like <laughs> lights and shit. Like that's nice. the only movie that's worth seeing in the D box. Is, <laughs> is like you got the car movements and stuff. Like it's it's Bugs. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. That makes the so most sense to see it that way. Night in the D box, because that's <laughs> that's the kind of people we are. Uh, 
<laughs> That's it, it awesome. might also be it might also be a Stockholm syndrome situation with us in Fast and Furious. We might just be too committed at this point. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If you watch it this long, like how do you stop? You know, how do you give into it? I do think it? it's stupid to end it on number eleven, though. Um, either end it at ten or twelve, and eleven an uneven number. What the fuck are you doing? Because the adventure weird continue. and awkward. Well, that it way makes Vin Diesel sense. can bring it back in like 22 years um, and, you know, pay himself. You remember, it. too. Remember, they didn't kill Paul Walker's character. He's no, still no. alive in that universe. No. Of course. Which no, he's is just he's, insane. He's coming back. You know that. He's totally coming back. They've been, oh, Vin man. Diesel said that we have to we have to end his story somehow in an interview recently. And apparently, I mean. During seven. This when is he actually yeah, died. We drove when he drove. Yeah, they, when he drove away into the sunset, it's done. You know, uh, right. he's just done. Well, then maybe they should have had him do a car crash. Easy that enough, is you know. Be so confusing for future generations because the end of exactly. seven is like a in memoriam sort of situation, but right. not really. So they're like, not why are we doing again? This? Exactly. That was emotional. I'll have you that. That was an emotional moment. I was like, it was. It was so sad. We were in the moment. But in right. 10, 20 years, no one's going to know what the fuck is going on exactly. in that moment. It's like, why is this Not happening? Like, why did this slow down? And you're like, who cares? And you're like, oh. And you're like, Yeah, they said they're going to give him an ending, apparently. And they want to give Paul Walker an ending. And the family needs it. I mean, I feel like we've ended yeah, it every movie. You know what's going to end with a barbecue? Like it always yeah. does. You know, know. they're going to raise a beer. drinking Corona. Mm. I just don't know how they're still having these barbecues in LA. I'm like, bro, friend I know of the show, Corona. It's chilling, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't have that house. What's going on here? I'm like, what's, what's the happening? The beer, not here? the virus. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 very true. <laughs> Fuck the virus. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just don't like. Honestly, I'm just like, it, it's not. They say it's gonna end, but okay. Do we think it's actually gonna be done in 11? Is it gonna be done? Probably not. No, the series never going to end. Vin Diesel is no. going to keep milking that cash cow until people Ugh. stop going. Ten and as eleven are going to make record box office numbers, and they're going to keep making them. Oh yeah, like why would they stop? The they're going to. You know what they need to do is they need to do more Hobbs and Shaw movies. They promised us a second Hobbs. That was and great. Shaw movie and they never fucking came out with it. Well, they're not no. because The Rock is just he's worse than Vin Diesel because he's like I got to control this thing and they're like. Uh, well, The Rock and Vin Diesel right, but... like butt heads really bad. They don't get along, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's maybe why we're not going to get a Hobbs and Shaw. Well, all you got to do is just watch the honest trailer for Fast Five, and you're just like, of course not. <laughs> the Rock is a far more charismatic character. Where you're like, okay. <laughs> do this and you're like right. Vin like I'm pretending to be this guy and you're like oh, you guys are the same person All right. it's true people would way rather watch The Rock for 10 movies than watch Vin Diesel 100% true like nobody yep. wants I mean honestly at the end of the day like The Rock is is The Rock he's still always gonna be The Rock you know he's the most yeah. electrifying man alive you know what I mean the people's I think, the people's uh, champ one day the people's I president mean, the fast oh, movies shit. have more bald guys than any other film series. It's bald guys. <laughs> they collect the bald guys. I did. Like, I did laugh how like John. Get him in. I know. Them. I'm like that sounds derogatory, but in a good way for some reason. I'm like, oh, this seems right. It just seems right. I do. I do love how John Cena is like work. comedic in this. Did you see that John Cena is a cracking jokes in this? He was. He was very serious in the last one. Oh man. Well, he should, dude. After Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. So he's like grabbing onto that. 
You know, <laughs> like he's like, this is my niche now. I'm going to run my white tighties around the world and like make some money, you know, but, but he was, he was, he was great in Peacemaker, but it seemed Peacemaker. like they had like the, the tank car. I'm like, you guys have like a, like you have like tanks, like you have like, I don't know what's happening, yeah. like bombs on the side of this car. <laughs> I, and then they're driving down that, that, that dam and it's all exploding behind them. I'm like, oh this is God. why people go to see it though, right. because of the it's big Hoover explosions. Dam. It's not just any dam. It's fucking it's Hoover, Hoover Dam. Hoover. You're right. It was Hoover Dam. You're right. It was Hoover Dam. You're hundred percent right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm from Las Vegas. I can spot the Hoover Dam. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is right. We're on 10, 20 years later. Dear Lord. Yeah. Right. right. Oh. It's just right. You could going. Not have told me when I saw the first Fast and the Furious movie that that movie would have ten sequels. Oh no! And, I thought that was still done. like a cultural icon. It's mm. it's the same thing. We all went to see it. I saw it with my friends, and I was like. This movie is by far one of the most mediocre movies I have seen in my life. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, it's doing well? Sure okay. Part two? One is yeah. pretty weak. One, is, one and nine are the weakest of the series. Yeah. yeah. And seven's a bit weird because he died. Right. So that get, one, like, that one's like a bobblehead on his brother with the CD. Yeah. Like, George Lucas not want to go back and fix it. I mean, I love the respect. I respect it because I was like, hey, your brother's going to do it and stand in. I'm like, all right, that's cool to finish it up. I'm like, that, I think it's weird, but it's also cool at that time. But then after that, you just like leave his character alone. Right. Just, dude, see you again. Take him out. Don't have that there. Hey, you know what? It's all about family. So, all about family. <laughs> of course, his brother family. was there. Here's the family, you know? I'm, I'm I also family. heard, I heard that his. Yeah, I heard it. I, I heard that his uh, his brother was actually on set for Fast Ten, so that's a whole thing. Oh, I think Paul Walker's in ten, and I think he's going to be in eleven too. I Good think Lord. that's happening. I mean, you got Jason Momoa. I, I don't know what happened to Jason Momoa though. I love me some Jason Momoa, but I I did not I love just, him in this trailer. He's so hit and miss. Jason I don't love him in this trailer. So hit and miss. He was so fucking good in Game of Thrones. Yeah, so good. Oh, awesome. Excellent. And then, right. like, he's so hit and miss and everything else. It's it's really no, just a crash. He was cool for the limited time he was in Dune. I was like, cool, Jason Momoa. Okay, you're getting it. You're yeah, bringing it here. It. I'm like, I'm on board. Dune. And then Aquaman. He sold Aquaman. Like, who um, else is going to pull on I, an orange I'm not suit? A nerd, so I didn't watch Dune. Ah, you must watch <laughs> Dune. Is fun. Dune. It's, it's good. Dune is, Dune is fun. It's good. And you're like, okay. But fast. Fast 10 and 11 is coming. Same director sticking around for the end of the franchise. But let's do like a quick poll before we go away. So I think we're, I think, I think I know where this is going to go. So will there be more after 11? Yay or nay? I think there's going to be more. Will there be? Yes. Should there be? No. Right. Yeah. I agree with Rachel. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, they're not going to, can't stop, won't stop. That's what Vin Diesel says. Keep That's it going. It. Keep making Dude, that money. That's all Vin Diesel's doing. That's he's like, he's like doing. Root and this. That's it. Right. And, and Galaxy. Corona sponsorships. Root's done. Yeah. So. Corona sponsorships. <laughs> Root's, Groot is dead. We turned him into mulch. And now. Not pretty much. <laughs> can't, can't stop it. Can't stop it. <laughs> but something else that will never stop leads me to our featured story of the night. everybody i want to talk about another huge franchise transformers and i would say a lot of times this kind of bleeds in with i mean i love me some transformers but it also bleeds me into fast and furious because they just keep making these things we have beast wars coming out this summer big reboot ish reboot 
Uh, but also on top of that, they've been talking about this animated movie coming out. And apparently, we finally have some news about this. So it's the very first time since 1986 there's going to be a live animated uh, animated uh, Transformers in theaters. First time since 86. Coming out July 19th, 2024. And this is going to be a prequel, everybody. So it'll be a prequel to the Transformers on Cybertron. And the, the director actually came out and he had an interview talking about this. And uh, Josh Cooley is his name. And he was like, can I give you some, some details? It's semi-spoiler, not really. But we're going back to Young Optimus and Young Megatron when they were friends. And they were friends on Cybertron and the political struggle back and forth of people having to identify like, are they taking care of the common man? Do you have a voice? Like the politics that happened with the destruction of Cybertron. And he put it out there as kind of like Krypton, when Krypton was getting destroyed for Superman. It's kind of that kind of ideal. And he said they couldn't do this as live action because it would cost like a billion dollars because of Cybertron. I mean, like think about this, like a cybernetic world to make that in live action and be all CG anyway. So like, how would you do it? Animated, that's how they're going to do it. And his idea is to do three of them at least. He wants to be a trilogy. Now, of course, the very first one, we'll leave it open ending. It leads to a trilogy. They're not going to plan on a trilogy unless it does well. But they're going to do a trilogy. Come on, let's not joke around about this. We're going to do a trilogy. So it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And, and they're saying that it's going to be like establishing the, you know, the Transformers and their world. It's not really just you know, a prequel about Optimus and Megatron. But on the end of the day, they'll be the main characters. They'll be the focus point of it. So it's going to be about them. And you know, to see them like struggle and fall apart and find their way and then the world being destroyed, it does sound a lot like, like, a, like, you know, like Superman in a lot of ways. It really does. So this is Cap, and this is coming out. You know, it's not that far away, and they finally announced it. I mean, I love the original. I mean, people people go back and forth about the original animated movie. I still love it. I think that they killed Optimus way too young, you know, or way too in the movie, way too soon in the movie. They just chopped him off like he's done. But this one, they won't because they really can't. You know, it's a different world. But I'm I'm still excited about this. I think it'll be a fun movie. I love myself some Transformers, even though they are a lot of times not the best movies. And, you know, they're a CG mess sometimes, but I still love me to hear some Peter Cole and be like, I am Optimus Prime and I will lead the Transformers to the world. I'm going to drink. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Kiyoki, are you excited about this at all? Do you, I'm going to take my drink. Do you think this would be a good choice to go animated for this or would you have rather seen it be live action? Absolutely go animated. Uh, if you do yourself a favor and watch the glory that is on Netflix. They have War for Cybertron. Three different uh, series, which is like six episodes each, but they like really go in depth of it. And you're like, oh my god, this is actually like a really good show that might play in really well with the cartoon, because I agree with you too. Why you kill off Optimus Prime and you got the touch, old ass oh, uh, so Transformer good. cartoon. You got the power! Yeah, still both great. I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's just ridiculous. But I'm ready for this. If you can hear the singing from it, I'm ready for I'm ready for Optimus Prime to come through in some animated greatness, and then the kids of today will actually be able to see. Oh, this is the Transformers that I've been waiting for, that we've all been waiting for, and. They were bad. They were bad CG movies only because the director or producer at the time was a So they weren't doing as well of a job. But the new movie looks cool. But this animated cool. series sounds even better. So I'm like, all right, they did. They're going to do some justice for Transformers. Justice for Transformers. Hashtag. Justice for Transformers. That's a drink right there. <laughs> one shall stand, one shall fall. 
There we go. Right there. Kyoki. Kyoki for Optimus Prime. If you don't get Peter Cullen back, Kyoki for Optimus Prime. Hashtag Kyoki Prime. Hashtag Kyoki Prime. I'll work for 12% less than Peter. <laughs> Hashtag bargain prime. Hashtag bargain price. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy that man still has a job, and they just chose him. You know, oh, and I do, I do, I, I do agree with you. The fact that you know, get different directors. Finally, you know, like the Bumblebee movie was a lot better, I think, than what they did before too, because it's Bay? like it looks better. Like, I'm not gonna try to shit on Michael Bay, but you know, Michael Bay is kind of a douchebag. That's all he's, I'm saying. He's, he's kind of a douchebag. He's kind of a douchebag. Everybody knows it. He's I very, know, he's, true. he's very strong-willed. He's a very, very strong-willed individual. That's what I will say. You know, yeah. He yes. knows what he wants and he gets what he wants, especially with young it's women. True. Uh, Rachel, it's what do you true. think about it's this? Are you, are you excited about an, an Optimus Prime Transformers animated movie? What do you think about this? That was such a transition. Um, <laughs> you had to throw it out there real quick. Transformers has a much better ride at Universal. It does. It does. <laughs> Transformers ride at Universal Orlando is excellent. Um, so good. Much better than Fast and Furious. It's got the touch. Um, <laughs> it's got the touch. <laughs> um, I think cursed us all. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, the only Transformers movie that I've seen is Bumblebee. I'm going to be honest here. Really? Um, oh. Bumblebee was really good, though. I liked Bumblebee. I think Bumblebee is a great character. Um, you you missed a lot, Rachel. With. It's not something I grew up with. I don't fucking like Michael Bay, so I didn't watch his movies. Yeah. Um, Understandable. Yeah, totally get just, that. It wasn't. It wasn't in my my wheelhouse. Um, I'm excited for Transformers fans getting something that they want. I think that now is the time to make something like that. We are having a big 80s nostalgia kit going on still. We have for the past like 10 years almost, it feels like. So we're just reliving the 80s again. Um, Which is great for people who were kids during the 80s, I guess. 100%. (laughs) Um, So all the elder millennials are killing it. You're having a revival. Good We're getting it. It's beautiful. <laughs> so happy about it too. I'm so that. happy about it. <laughs> so I'm super happy for people who are going to enjoy it, but it's it's not for my audience. I'm I'm still here for the Barbie movie. The Barbie movie is what I oh, am like so excited for and like cannot wait for. Uh, not to divert this back to Barbie, but like Mario and Transformers and stuff, those are for you guys. And like peaches, 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 Jack Black did three weeks since he sang that song. Every show I've been on, <laughs> hey, hey, I wasn't gonna do it, and you brought it up, so it just kind of happened, you know. Peaches, yeah, you, I mean, you brought peaches. it up. Uh, Lexi's all about this too. She was saying too in the chat that she thinks it's a fascinating story to have Optimus and yeah. and Megatron, which is I think so too. It's like and if you're gonna Absolutely. do it, if you go to Cybertron, it makes sense. Yuri Kyoki, it makes sense to go to in the animated route. And, and Rachel, I'm gonna tell you in the words of Shia LaBeouf, the fact that you haven't seen the original ones, he would say no, 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 Holes was fucking fantastic. Was, I still Hashtag haven't seen the book. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I need to see that. I still need to see Holes. I missed I missed most of it. I think I saw like 80% of you it. Watch Holes. So it's great. Yeah. Bring on the Holes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for you guys who like Transformers. I'm happy for y'all. I'm not going to shit on that. Uh, so enjoy it. 
I think I it's going to be great. Care, <laughs> the fact that they're going to do it like 80s style too, I, I feel like it's got to be 80s style in a way, right? It has to be. They could do it all like, they could do it all CG, but I mean, this is kind of, it makes sense. Going to a theater is awesome too. I bet it's it'll do fun. really well in theaters. Um, hasn't Jim Cumming voiced Megatron for a long time? Isn't he Megatron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, yeah, he did it, but yeah, it started let's him back. He he let's did the, the recent movies. I think that's great. He did the recent movies. He didn't do the the initial OG ones with uh, Shia LaBeouf. The first couple, he right. didn't do he that. Did not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the animated. Yeah, Hugo yeah, animated. Oh yeah, too. yeah. But they brought him in later too in the actual theatrical mm-hmm. versions too. They didn't have him the first few because well, who they had? They had Agent Smith, freaking uh, Hugo Smith. Weaving. You know, did they use him for Galvatron or something. Yeah, they did use him, they used him for Galvatron, then they switched him over to Megatron, though, too. Okay, at the okay, that's what I thought because yeah. I was like, Yeah, until know, I, like, it, I mean, Jim Cummings is old as shit, but as long as he's right. alive, like, let him do it. No, exactly, he has let more him like, that. More of like a, I'm gonna get you prime, like, more like exactly. that. He's a fantastic to, voice actor, yeah. and that goes back to what we were saying before is like stunt casting voice actors is not really my favorite move. Right. Cast yeah. professional voice actors to be voice actors. They're always going to do a better job. It's true. Yeah. It's not easy to voice act. Like I it's really not. feel like people sleep on voice actors. They do. And actors will overthink it sometimes too when they're like haven't mm-hmm. been used to doing it, you know. And then it's a right. forced right. performance as it's something natural as opposed it's to like just letting go. It's a different talent to voice act versus screen acting. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, I hope they bring in the OG actors for this. You know. I, I Hugo Weaving, I did like as Megatron, but I just you I was did. like upset. I'm like, because they didn't even give like they didn't give give Jim like an, an actual audition. It was just like they right. wanted uh, Peter Welling, but uh, Peter, but Peter Weller, but they didn't go with you know with yeah, they were fucking a RoboCop to be <laughs> yeah. Him. Oh, no, Peter Weller, I'm like you. I am off. My brain is my. I like this. I don't like this right now. No, I don't know where he came from. I think about RoboCop so much these days. Ah, fuck yeah, RoboCop. That, I am not excited yeah, about that show. I, I, I exactly. love RoboCop. RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah, right? more RoboCop. Dead or Alive, you're coming more Robocop. Robocop. Not a redo. Dead or Alive. The fucking, coming. the fucking reboot of fucking RoboCop was oh, so yeah. bad. Well, was there's another one coming. There's they had one so coming. much to work with. You had Michael Keaton there. Are they doing it like, with Peter Weller, know? though, or are they doing a full reboot? They, they haven't announced who's going to be. It's a full reboot. They're going to do a TV series and a movie. Amazon's doing it because Amazon has the rights to MGM now, and so they're doing they both. Better. That's one of their first they projects off the bat from MGM. Justice. I need to see Fucking Peter Weller's skull with like aluminum do. foil gripped over it, like this, like a little spider. And then I mean, he can do it still. Murphy, let's do this. Hell. Why couldn't he do it? That'd actually be a great idea if they brought him back and he's like old RoboCop too, because his right. body wouldn't change, and then and his then face would maybe age it. a little Robo-Cop. bit. RoboCop, exactly. They say you're the Robo-Cop. one that works, and let's find out how you work. All right, now let's do it on a new RoboCop. I just gave you part one. There you go. Right. You're welcome, MGM I mean, slash Amazon. Talking about the '80s some more, everybody. Bringing it back to the '80s. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring, Bring it. Back. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but I, yes. I'm still excited about this. I think it's gonna be a fun project. I'm, I saw it and I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go to Cybertron. Let's do an animated film. Let's do three. I'll I'll go watch them. I bet they'll do well." And I just hope that the new Beast Wars will be good too. And I hope that this whole reboot rephase works. But I I still like myself some uh, Shia LaBeouf in the original ones. I thought he was good. I'd be nice if they brought him back somehow. I, I liked him. I like Mark Wahlberg in the other ones too. Hey, I'm gonna go talk uh, about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Yeah, Mark, Mark, talk Mark to this can go have his career die, honestly. <laughs> He's a piece of yeah. shit. 
<laughs> oh, there, there's there's that too. There's that. But you know, uh, uh, there's also his Wahlburgers chain is not that great either. So I'm not about Dude, that either. Not. Burgers are not we tried good. It in government and the cheese. Wahlburgers was just like it government cheese. He paid for it for sure. Yeah, not I at thought all. It was some government cheese, but like, <laughs> don't don't charge as much as you're charging for it. Like Wahlburgers yeah. needs to go step itself down. Like you're being cheap here right now. That's all you're doing, and you're not treating sure. it well. They're being cheap, and they're charging like eighteen dollars yeah. for a burger. Go fuck yourself. What? Oh, it's yeah. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, everybody, it's been fun talking to you both tonight. Thank you for being here on the Friday edition of Cruise Control. It's always fun, you know. Happy Friday, yeah. happy Friday, happy weekend, everybody out there. Happy weekend, Kyoki. Welcome back again. Thank you for being here for the very second time on Cruise Thank Control. You. Appreciate chatting with you as always, my good buddy over here. It's awesome. We'll we'll have you back soon. You know, I'll be happy to be back. Thank you. Yeah, Rachel, thank you for being here as always. Appreciate you being here on Cruise Control the second time this week, right? Second time. Second time this week. Let's go. I'm becoming a series regular. Right? (laughs) You you are at this point. Come on. We have to add your name to the credits pretty soon here. (laughs) 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 So the next time it's like, Brian, where's my intro credits saying? My little intro credits (laughs) not. Come on. Come on. Everybody out there, thank you for watching Cruise Control. Please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And tell everybody right now to subscribe. We're at like... 229 right now we've got up like 15 in the past couple days yeah. keep telling nice. everybody you know tell your friends tell your family tell your uncle tell your aunt tell your cousin tell your grandmother tell your uncle grandpa your little baby Susie next door tell that little chinchilla that's walking by your front door by your ring camera every day you're like fuck you man watch cruise control tell everybody you know thank you so much as always have a great weekend and we'll see you back on Monday Yoki thank you again Rachel thank you again Everybody out there, we love you. Thank you. Have a great night. And as always, see ya.